Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cayenne Pepper. I'm Essa Dahoma. And I'm Meg Wolf. The Spice Girl said it best. It's time to spice up your life. Financial planning can finally stop being the elephant in the room after today's episode, thanks to our special guest that you'll be meeting shortly. Stick around to find out how your debt can work for you. Calling all ballers to get back to class. Would you believe that Shaquille O'Neal paid for 15 of his buddies to get master's degrees, all because he did not want to take an online course? (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. When I heard of this, like I heard this a while ago, I thought it was so wild. But because of that, I had to look further. He actually contacted the University of Phoenix and was just like, hey, I want this class and I want it in real life pretty much. I know. And the school told him that for the class to run in person, he would need a minimum of 15 people to enroll into the course. So he found 15 friends and told them to go to school with him. Isn't that such a great friend? Or is that, is that, a, is that a great friend or an irritating friend? <laughs> I, I I would go to school. It's just one course. Just one course. You know, there's power in learning. We were just talking about that before we started recording. Literally. There's a, there's a lot of power in learning. There is, but there's also a lot of power in money. Like, take it, take that in. That's that's big money. It's those moments where it's just like, you don't need to be a billionaire. But it's kind of nice to be a billionaire, you know? I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> Prices of tuition and how they might be going back up uh-huh. after this uh, little tuition freeze. Isn't it supposed to be like 3% or something like that? Something like that. Something yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like a lot, but that's I'm sure a, oh, the three, num- That's a big number. I don't. I'm not good at math. I, that's why I'm in journalism. Three percent on a couple thousand. Uh, it's that's painful. Yeah, it's probably going to be a big number, and I feel for all the international students who already pay. Oh, so, so that so means it's going to be way more than three, probably. I think it's an extra digit. <laughs> it's an extra zero. <laughs> Hey, Shaq, can I borrow a zero, please? (laughs) I I might give it. I'll give it back after I invest it and make three zeros, and then I'll give you one zero. (laughs) And then we can take a class together. Yes. Yeah. Meg, you're going to come. We're going to study. Let's study something. If you could take a class, any class, without having to be worried about your financial reality of life, so your bills, your food, your car, like anything, and you did not have to worry about paying for the class, what class would it be? Uh, like a zoology course okay. where they just talk about all the little weird animals of the world. Weird animals? Yeah. Yeah. What like, you, what does that mean? <laughs> There's so many weird animals out there. Are you kidding? I think I'm a weird animal. What is <laughs> No, uh, like uh, when I used to work at camp, uh, there was another lifeguard who would always bring a animal fact of the day okay. because he studied zoology at Guelph. So he knew. Everything. All the things. He knew like, the tea from the horses and everything. Yeah. Yeah. He told me one fact, and don't quote me on this because I'm reaching back into my memory from very many years ago. Uh-huh. But there's like a like a pebble toad, I think it was. It's a gray. It looks like a rock, and it spends its entire life climbing up a cliff. And I think it was the wind. It could have been a bird, but would like knock it down, and then would just fall to the ground like a pebble, and then just start climbing back up. And Aww. who knows what they were going for? Something. I love the the persistence. I love I love it. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's what I would study. What would you study? If I could study anything right now, without being able like having to be concerned about finances, I would go study fashion in Paris. Ooh. Yeah, I would that do would two years cool. study. No, three. Sorry, it's a three year a three year degree. You know? Oh, I've I've looked at <laughs> <laughs> I've looked into it. Honestly, like if I had 
the abilities to do it right now, like right after this program, I would go do it. What kind of fashion? Well, I'm really into couture. Mm. I'm really into like things that are extravagant, mm. like things you're not going to find in a store. Like you have to go to a show and you have to just like sit there in awe or you have to go to a museum and not be able to touch it. Like, you know what I mean? All right. So, Essa, I think, you know, I used to live in New Zealand yes. and I was working for a not-for-profit organization there. We were working with the Maori people, uh, especially oh, children. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Because um, you see uh, in those communities a lot of the same issues that we see in on reserves. Oh, really? Um, so like a lot of like addictions oh, okay. and uh, a lot of like generational trauma and yeah, mental health. So you see a lot of those. So yeah, I was working there, but since it's a not-for-profit, I had to raise my own pay. I didn't get paid by the organization, and in some places, the organization did house us, oh. or uh, I would hitchhike a lot, which like, is so much wait, fun. Like, li- don't like, don't hitchhike. Are you being like literal right now? I did hitchhike. Like, thumbs up on the side of the road. Yeah, <gasps> it works. It works there. It's also very common there. Oh, New Zealand's okay. that's like very, a thing there. Safe. Don't do it here. Don't do it. Don't. You will probably do get here. murdered. Figuring out how to manage my money then was really, really difficult. Obviously, I had some savings, but by the time I came back to Canada, I had, I think after I bought my plane ticket, I had like maybe $100 left, um, and I had to pay rent that, <laughs> when I moved back here. I'm assuming you had to learn to like budget. So do you yeah. budget your income, or are you just good with money? I am, I would love to budget. (laughs) I actually, and it's going to come off bragging, I genuinely don't know how this happens. I always think I have less money than I do. That's how, that's usually how it goes. And you always have more than you think you do in life. I think one of my favorite budgeting tips, though, that has worked for me because I, 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 it's visual. I take out. I give myself a set amount of dollars that I'm going to spend for the week that isn't the, you know, like bills and mm-hmm. rent and my phone and Spotify and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but on groceries or coffee or if I know I'm going to need to go pick up more laundry detergent or something, I take out that money in the bank and that's my money for the week. Mm, same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in the same book with you. Like uh, not that I take out my money for the week. So what I'll do is at the beginning of the month, I will go over all of my expenses from the month before. And this is where my type A really Mm. jumps in. And I'll look at what my average was, um, where I was spending the most, where I was spending the least. Um, And then I also really look at, did I spend money on myself? Did I spend money on my family? Did I spend money on my friends? Did I throw money away? What did I, like, what did I do with my money? And then each month I try to, reassess to try to be more intentional about how I spend my money um I don't like to focus whenever I've tried to have make like make rigid budgets I can't follow them like it's mm. just to me it's like if you give me a list of rules I'm gonna break them I don't uh, I don't yeah. know why that's just how I've always been I'm very give me a guideline I'm good don't give me too many parameters I will overshoot every time but yeah so that's what that's what I do pretty much I actually while you're speaking I thought about another thing that my dad uh, suggested I do when I st- went back to college. Mm-hmm. Since I'm still working and the grants, along with my savings and the money, my income that's coming in, 
take the loans and put them into a GIC. I forget what the GIC stands for. But basically, it's there. You can't touch it, though. And you can choose how many years you want it. So I put in my, like, inheritance money. And I have so many GICs that just open up at random times. By the way, guys, GICs are guaranteed investment certificates. Thank you. There you go. I would have never guessed. I was going to say, like, general investments. (laughs) Investments. Corporation. Canada. (laughs) Canada. Inc. Inc. But yeah, it goes in there, and you can pair it with different things that, wow, I'm not a banker. Um, Pair it with different things, and so based on those things, you get interest into it. So when it's sitting there, you get more money. Our guest this week is uh, a good friend of Actually, both of ours. Welcome to Cayenne Pepper. Do you want to introduce yourself and where you are at right now, what you're studying? Oh, sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Rohan Joshi. I'm 23. I'm in the second year of my television broadcasting program, and I'm in the streaming video section of that. So I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. So I, I grew up with the camera in my hands. At the time when I was growing up, I graduated school when I was 16. So yeah, I, I decided to change countries and come all the way to Canada to study photography. I was in Niagara, like Welland, for like almost two years. But it was it was a fun experience. I wouldn't change it for anything. Right. And then you came here a few years, years later. Yeah. So you graduated when from Niagara? So um, I graduated uh, April 2020, and I didn't have a job at the time because I was working on campus and like college just closed, so nothing was there. Um, no one was hiring, so I was like, yeah, it's expensive as well, so... I decided to move back to India for a, for a year or two. And then I was like, I'll just plan out everything um, when everything's rolled back up. And then, yeah, I decided to like come back to Canada. And then um, I realized Algonquin had a two-year program instead of three. And it was a lot more focused on what I kind of wanted to do. And what exactly do you want to do? Uh, well, I don't really want to stay in the television side of things, uh, per se. Like, a lot's changed. I I kind of want to go into a little bit more creative side of creating music videos and oh. tour visuals and things like that. And I do love the post-production side of things a lot more. Okay. Um, so that's stayed the same. But at the same time, the broadcast, like the television program, is not just about television. Like other classes that we have relate to like almost all creative fields out there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been a fun time and I've, I've enjoyed every second. I'm going to miss it, but I'm, I'm hoping to finish strong in the last few months. So going back to the financial side and yeah. mm-hmm. dealing as a student, yeah. um, not sure how much money was coming in mm-hmm. during the interim of the two programs yeah. with freelancing, mm-hmm. but have you found that you have had to maybe cut back? Like, oh, I will not be buying as many Starbucks this week, or I am going to slowly save up. You know, I'm going to watch mm-hmm. my savings grow so I can go buy this new camera equipment. What has that experience looked like for you? Oh, just like everyone, I feel like, uh, after the COVID situation, um, it's it's affected everyone like uniformly throughout the world. And um, yeah, like I knew it was going to be expensive because I have a few friends who lived in Ottawa before I moved here. So I kind of figured a few things out before I moved to Ottawa, like how, how the commute's going to be like, where I might be staying, like what's the rent situation's going to be like. And honestly, I'm lucky to have found a place that's not as expensive as some people are paying right now. But Still, I, I do have to, like, cut back on a few things. Like, I do have to, like, cut back on going out and eating with my girlfriend at times or just just even, like, not 
going shopping every once in a while like i was like i i i think i need to save up for tuition i feel like that's higher on the priority list than other other things um and yeah just trying to save up wherever i can whenever i can and uh i think i think i'm doing all right but it's it's still in the back of my head sometimes where i i try i try to think ahead but then at the same time i'm like i don't know what this financial situation is going to be like in two weeks or like a month from now so i have to like put a, put put some plans on hold but i think i think it's all right for now yeah. you're investing in your future though that's what it like because like at the end of the day like you're gonna spend your money you're gonna spend your money exactly on something oh yeah and you're spending it on like your actual future like what you want to see you're spending it into tuition mm-hmm. you're putting it into like your shoots and your in, like investing into yourself as a creator you know yeah. what i mean i don't i don't think uh, good things come that easy so that's just what i keep going with good things come to those who wait, wait that's oh, yeah. for sure the only advice i can probably provide which i i feel like is a good one is just research before you start um just research the area that you're going to be living in how many grocery stores you have around you do you have a walmart or do you have a loblos around you like because the price difference is like substantial when mm-hmm. is it is it even worth it for you at this point because you might think oh it's you don't you kind of need to like do it right now but if you feel like you're going to be in a much better financial position in like six months or a year you can wait and do it next year as well um because i don't think it's worth it if you start school and then you realize that finances are a big burden it's it's not a good position to be in when you're like burned out with like studies and assignments and then you're on the other side you're struggling with your finances because that's just too much pressure but if you guys <laughs> want to check out some of my work you get go to instagram.com forward slash r-o-h-n-j-o-s-h-i that's that's me come say hi well yeah thanks again for coming of course, of course. thank you i really appreciate it no of it. course of course not a problem all right essa it is riddle time yay this is my favorite part of the show i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> me too um okay so here it is what has to be broken before you can use it? An egg? Yeah. Actually, how'd you get that? Yeah. <laughs> I saw a video the other day of someone cracking an egg and there was nothing in it. What? There was nothing in it? There was nothing in it. Like there was no yolk, nope. there were no nope. egg whites, nope. there was nothing? Nope. It was empty. How? It was, just, it was just the shell. I have no idea. I was mind blown. The award-winning poet Rudy Francisco said, the human heart beats approximately 4,000 times per hour, and each pulse, each throb, each palpitation is a trophy engraved with the words, you are still alive. You are still alive. Act like it. But yeah, so if you guys got anything from Rohan yourselves or from Meg or myself, please let us know. We'd love to hear about it before next week's episode. And don't forget to subscribe because our next episode will be hot and spicy with even spicier guests. Yep, next week we'll be sitting with a friend of mine to get a good taste of mastery. Head on over to cayennepepper.transistor.fm for updates and resources to cool you down after this piping hot show. Thanks for joining us and don't forget you're never too young to wear a backpack. I'm Asa Dahoma. And I'm Meg Wall. We'll see you after class.